They are a family, each an arm, a leg, or a hand. Each important and trusted, they give each other purpose, and they introduce chaos to disrupt the banality of this life to make aware what is truly important. They are the Sunny Cole family, and we have their leader with us today in studio. And remember, don't act like a victim, and you will never become one. This is Horror Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Don't you blame the movies. Don't blame the movies. They don't create psychos. But we do have a psycho in studio, though. We're going to ask him. We're going to ask him. Is that true? Welcome, everybody, to Horror Movie News. We are on episode... 21 and we are coming from you live here in Los Angeles it is nice and wet but we are nice and dry which is awesome um, I am your host Anthony Becerra you can uh, <laughs> actually not find me anywhere you can't find me but just, just find me later actually um, and to my left hey my I, name's Carrie Lane how's it going hey hey guys I'm Oliver Drennan and I'm Lucretia Lyon. And the leader of the Sunny Cole family, Eliza himself, Russie, Russell Cummings. That's right. right. Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thank you so much for being in. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Really appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll get into that more later. I will share all your uh, juicy goodness and uh, how to be a, a successful cult leader. You know? um, but for, for now, uh, <laughs> let's do some house cleaning. There's some dead bodies we got to clean up. So uh, where to follow us is uh, you can follow us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network, as well as our uh, show Twitter at Horror News PTN. And uh, follow us. Oh, yeah. You can also uh, look at our site at PopcornTalkNetwork.com. And last but not least, Apple Podcasts. You just type in Horror Movie News and leave a five-star rating. That would be very great and we'll be very grateful for you. And, yeah, just send us any feedback, any comments. Uh, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Uh, click the like button and all that good stuff right on all right i gotta take a breather sorry that's yeah. not, i winded me right there. <laughs> you're uh, that excited that was a lot yeah. of talking yeah there's a lot of talking oh jeez uh, my phone all right so yeah let's get into our first segment so uh first segment is the abyss pretty much what films we've been watching so um i've been talking too much already i feel yeah, like yeah shut up anthony yeah i know let's go to the creature right here me well i got to see an early screening of the strangers pray at night but it hey. is out now um but yeah uh, it wasn't necessarily it, it was like the first one is same premise um mm-hmm. which is interesting and the first one was really good i thought this one the music was really great and i like the throwback credits but you kind of wanted these people to die um, right. because oh. they were so stupid. So that was like, I was but like, But do you enjoy yeah. watching it then because you want them to die? Yeah, like, but okay. then, like the, the death scenes are really cool and okay. everything. But yeah, you're like, why are they doing that? Like you mm. say, you know, if you don't want to be a victim, don't act like a victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. So like compared to um, the victims in the original Strangers, are they, are the, is the original Strangers like smarter? Like the, the victims themselves, are they smarter than the new Pray at Night Strangers? Like victims? Yeah, because, um, you know, I don't want to give up too much in the movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, the few people that you actually are, like, it, that actually think just, of course, go away instantly. But, oh, yeah, then you're just like, okay, well, I'm stuck with these idiots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I want them to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, right on. Well, actually, I'll go after you because I, last night, saw The Strangers. Oh, yeah. The original, oh, the first one, uh, released in 2008. And, um... I wasn't sure if it was like a weird like Mandela effect for me. I was like, "Have I seen it? Have I not seen this movie? I can't remember it." Once I started watching, I was like, "Yeah, I, ha- I have. I haven't seen this movie." Um, but it was quite the delight. Um, um, I like the uh, the way that they use atmosphere and the tone to really uh, scare you, but also like stress you the hell out. Like I was, mm. it was. I saw this movie like one in the morning, and I was just like so stressed in my bed. I was just like, this movie cannot be any more stressful. Any little sound in my room, I was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> the strangers are here. They're coming. Like, I live with a bunch of people, so like, I could hear the door open and out. I was like, that could be one of them. You know, like, <laughs> like you never know. Like, and I love how um, I was reading some stuff on it and how it broke the mold of how um, death and like just killings are just so random in life, and it's not like, it's not like there's no there's no meaning to it. Like this death, there's no mean. There's there's not what. Yeah, they well, stick with that and pray at night. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. why live Taylor the whole time? She was like, why are you doing this to us? And it really doesn't matter. But, like, one of the one of the, uh, the three killers says, uh, because you were home. And I was just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's usually why it happens, too. Like, you could just be in the wrong place at the wrong time and get just 
brutally murdered in this in in this world and this is actually um so this is like post 9/11 as well and it's like it's kind of like saying that like it doesn't matter where you are you're, 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 you 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 can be killed like anywhere really yeah as my grandma used to say if god wanted you to die in a plane crash you crash it through your house donnie darko style oh. i mean i had a ending, but yeah that's a that's a good yeah. reference <laughs> also one of my favorite movies yeah donnie darko real right on yeah. but yeah i really enjoyed the film um uh, i got to say 10 years strong now and still holds up still holds up for me I, at least as for the first time i'm just like oh this is all in no it was really great up to the the, the ending the where they ending. they where they start going at like, it i'm just like it. oh man you haven't seen it yet no oh man it's so good <laughs> this week you got some homework bro right. live tyler she's amazing yeah all right miss heavens you... oh. oh oh no okay. you missed all right i'll go <laughs> i know right um not exactly horror but directed by eli roth i saw death wish and pretty much the easiest way to explain it is if you've seen the trailer, it's exactly what you expect. Mm. So, which is fine. I was like, yeah, that looks cool. Um, it does take too long to get to it. Because like any movie where you know somebody's going to die or something's going to happen to a character, y- you know it's going to happen. So it takes a little too long to get there. But I feel they do that to establish the relationship. So you care more that, you know, people die. Mm-hmm. Um but the deaths are so good of, you know, it's Eli Roth. Like, they're just, like, <laughs> ick, like, so gross and disturbing. Yeah. Like, the part you see on the trailer of, like, the car with the car oh, jack. Oh, yeah. That's, you see was, so much I, good gore with it, mm. and it's, yeah, you're just like, oh, my audience, with their, like, people cringing and stuff. So, yeah, it's fun. And also with uh, versus, I haven't seen the original, but what I was uh, talking to some about it is, He's Bruce Willis is not skilled from the beginning the way the original one it has like the main character skilled like he has to learn how to use a gun he has to learn how to do different things and so that was kind of cool to have like a regular person gun like he safety. wasn't like perfect <laughs> well technically the movie's almost like an ad for NRA or against because it's like defending your home with the gun you're like mm-hmm. because <laughs> he has like an automatic weapon like later that you're like do you really need that but. Uh, I, I enjoyed it and I liked how they went about it and it was really interesting with that movie because I don't know if you guys remember the first trailer it was like cool vigilante mm. justice and then there was like some more recent shootings and then it was like man defending his family like they totally changed the tone of that trailer which mm-hmm. was classy of them yeah. I will say because I mean it's not like they're going to shelve this mi- no. million dollar movie nor should they because I mean whether it is just a movie uh, yeah. you know and, and while you know they, they don't want to show it to everybody you, you know what it's about and at least you can yes. go there of your own accord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, totally. It's it, Exactly. It's what you see in the trailer is pretty much what you get. And I think a lot, um, of, but well, I enjoy well, a lot of productions do that as well. Kind of yeah. censored themselves. Like the Punisher was a little, yeah. like, they think they... They pushed it back. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. did that with yeah. Punisher and American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. you know, had to edit a lot. So, in regards to the shooting and stuff like that. And then uh, it doesn't have anything horror supernatural, but sort of. Uh, I saw Tomb Raider last night, which I enjoyed. It's very good action. Um, Alicia is a great... Um, <laughs> Tomb Raider totally by her is that. Um, I don't know if it's really in the trailer because I'm like, mm. like there's the the quest that her father had gone on and then she goes on uh, hints at Supernatural and I yeah. really like what they do with it. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the games did that. Yeah. There was yeah. always hints of Supernatural. So yeah. Especially so, with the rebooted yeah. game. So yeah. I'm really, I have never played it so I'm interested in like both playing and seeing what they do with well, the Well, apparently the movie has a lot exactly similar from the game. So if you dig it, then gamers so could this like be, it. Yeah, yeah, gamers will be excited. Could this a be good a, game. Yeah, one, a good yes. game. Our um, first yeah, good game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's... Um, my friend, she leaned over and she's like, after, she's like, yeah, I've totally played the game. Those are exact scenes from the game. And she really liked it. And so I'm like, yeah, no, totally. Like, And then... Um, Lisa, there's a scene early on and she's like doing boxing and that girl has like six pack abs that you're just like, damn. <laughs> oh, let's put away the cheeseburger. No, um, <laughs> and then I also watched uh, 2007, it was recent, Wish Upon. Okay. Uh, I saw that one. It's on Amazon. That was last year, right? Yeah, I was like, it was just last year, yeah. right? I remember the trailer and I was like, yeah, sure. Was that Blumhouse? I'm, I think it was. Mm, I don't recall. Mm. I liked it. It was um, it's not amazing, uh, but it has a very Final Destination vibe, like how the people are going to possibly die. Because the thing is, when you make a wish, somebody essentially has to die for it. Mm-hmm. And then the thing like I don't Wishmaster, which I love those. That yeah, no, I love the eight. Yeah. Oh, eighties yeah. classic. But uh, yeah. the thing that's a little annoying is she's very teenager, like. I want to be popular. I want the boy to like me. I want, like, live in a better house. Like, her wishes are really mundane. 
But luckily later, other characters are like, you are a moron. Like, this is all you wished for. You could have wished for something better. People die um, for these wishes. Yeah, and then there, are, <laughs> yeah. there was reasonable people pointing that out. But then it almost goes like the thing is almost like a drug. Like, it just starts making you addicted to, Ooh, to wishing? try to get rid of that. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So I thought it was pretty darn cool. Not amazing, but cool. Right on. Nice. Well, I finally got to see Red Sparrow. Ooh. Did you guys see it? I, seen, I want. I to. want to. Yeah. I wasn't too blown away by it. Okay. Honestly, like I'm glad I saw it. I think the trailer and the marketing just behind all of it was a lot more interesting than the actual mm. final product of it. I Aww. love Jennifer Lawrence. I've loved her since Winter's Bone. I know a lot of people like do not like Jennifer Lawrence anymore just because she's like ho- like overly saturated and whatnot. I yeah. still love her. I think she's a phenomenal actor. Um, I didn't like her wigs because, like, for oh. 90, 95% of the movie, she's wearing like a wig. I think one scene she was not wearing a wig, you know, she goes through the hair yeah. transitions, brunette, and I'm like, that just ruined the movie for me. I'm like, she's wearing a wig. <laughs> now, is the character her hair wearing looks a wig? perfect, like, it looks so perfect. No, her, her character's it's not, not, it's oh. like supposed to be her natural hair. Oh, oh really? That's so, worse. like, I'm like, yeah. even, she's in the hospital, yet her hair looks flawless. Like, how does this, and that's just meaning super, like, no, so that can be very picky. distracting, yeah. Um, but it was a very uh, long film as well, and uh. I thought, like, her character progress of becoming a sparrow was kind mm-hmm. of. Really quickly, like mm. quickly established, and I felt like, I mean, I guess this is okay because the movie's also moving really fast, but it seems a little weird because, I don't know, like there was no origin behind her mm. like becoming like this this like secret agent. I guess I don't know. Mm. Sure. So it was a very very. I don't know. I, th- I think I'm happy I saw it. So you're saying like they like, blew, blew through her whole like training montage of her becoming like a red sparrow? A little bit. A little yeah. bit. I you would wanted say more that. of that? I think so. Because that was like very mm, interesting yeah. too. Yeah. And I think this film kind of, a lot of people are saying like, oh, this is kind of ruining the Black Widow movie or this is so much like Atomic Blonde. And so, I don't know. I think. Uh, well, I think Wonder Woman pretty well still is like, yeah, but like. Black Widow and, uh, of course, Captain Marvel's happening. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that, that those movies are going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Tomb Raider just yeah. is coming out. Yeah, so. exactly. They're still going. Yeah, to. it's like there's yeah. plenty of female-led movies yeah. that are doing mm-hmm. still well. Stars. I think I have, yeah. have heard about Red Sparrow's that, like, Jennifer Lawrence's acting in it is, like, really great. Like, she really goes, mm-hmm. she, like, really no, goes for it awesome. and everything. Yeah. I know like, her boobs are in it, if that Her helps. boobs are also yeah. in it. So if you want to see I'm it. I heard an NPR <laughs> interview, and, like, she talked about, like, okay, normally she would turn down mm-hmm. all the projects that had nudity because that just wasn't something she's into, but she really liked this story mm-hmm. and wanted to push herself. So and there's, like, all right. yeah, there's not a whole lot of action in it, but when there oh, is, really? it, it gets brutal. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Ew. And the scenes, that it gets brutal. So it is some horror aspects. There is one, like, torture scene that you were just, like, Ooh. your jaw will drop. So if you're into that stuff, which you guys are, obviously, this is a horror show. Jaw droppers. <laughs> yes. I recommend it, though. Like, definitely right. go see it. Right. And like, shock value it. style? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Skin. Skin. All right, that's that's creepy. Yeah, enough about. That's yeah. Yeah. Have you been that, watching anything recently? No, I haven't. Wow. Uh, I think the last movie I saw it was uh, Hostiles with uh, Christian Bale. Oh, another yeah. western. Oh, yeah, cool. how another was it? You're done. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Amazing. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the ending the ending uh, had me a little choked up. Really, really touching. But nice. what some of the best acting Christian Bale has ever mm. done, and that's saying a lot. Because the guy's amazing. Yeah. He's such a beast. I gotta say, yeah, that's like his Batman and Bateman. <laughs> that's like his second, his second Western, right? Because he did 310 to Yuma. He did 310 yeah. to Yuma, yeah. That's the one I, that's the last, uh, like, Western, not Western, but like, I just remember that movie so well, too. That was good, too. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that yeah. one. Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And I believe, is that like a remake of the original? Is yeah, 310 to Yuma, yeah. Yeah, black and white, like 50s. Yeah, yeah, I love whole, westerns. <laughs> western me too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I need to see Hostiles, and yeah, it's now so I'm good. Convinced. So yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it's for me. It was one of those kind of like flew under the radar, but I saw it on like buses and stuff. And I was like, oh, Hostiles. Like, oh yeah, that's like that's yeah, right. Like, I had to keep nobody saw it. Yeah. No, yeah, nobody saw it. I felt like it. The market. A lot of the theaters didn't really play it. Mm-hmm. I saw it in in London actually. Oh, okay. And when I came out here, I was trying to tell my family and friends about it, and they're like, it's not showing anywhere. Yeah. Like, How can it not be showing anywhere? It's so good. Dang. But like you, I love Westerns, so I don't know if it's as popular today as it used to be, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was good. Good film. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Westworld has kind of helped that come back uh, into play. Because totally. Justified did a little bit, and you, that's when like 310 to Yuma and some of those things were coming out was mm-hmm. when Justified was on the air. But now you've got you know Westworld. I, I think you have to have something to remind people that westerns are a genre yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah unless you we had the uh, yeah. hell or high water which i thought was great so yeah, yeah, yeah that was a modern day yeah. western. Modern, yeah that mm-hmm. was really great oh man 
All right, on. So, moving on to our next segment, we have the crypt. So, pretty much, uh, what film we recommend to people, and what sh- what film you want to share? Um, I actually have one that's like out of left field. It's called The Host, and it's actually a Korean monster mm-hmm. horror movie. Oh yeah, it's like family. There's like a family mm-hmm. dynamics to it, which I thought was really great. It's directed by um, one of my also one of my favorite uh, Korean uh, filmmakers. His name is Jun Ho Bong, and he was also writ- he also wrote it. And the synopsis is a monster emerges from the Seoul's Han River and focus and focuses its attention on attacking people. One victim's loving family does what it can to rescue her from its clutches. So pretty much a monster comes out of the river and they're all like they, they work on this like riverbed where like they feed people and stuff. And um, the main character has a daughter and he's very like in like in, inadequate as a father in a sense like a failed father kind of thing but like he loves you know he loves her her his daughter and the monster comes out wreaks havoc ends up snatching her his daughter and goes and takes her away and the whole movie is them trying to find trying to find where the monster took her daughter if she's still alive and everything and the whole time it, it deals with uh, their fi- family dynamics like the brother comes into town there's a beautiful beautiful scene where um they're mourning the loss of her and they're all crying and just like but like absurdly like over the top crying <laughs> oh, i love that scene and it's so good but it's no, like it's it's, it's funny but it's also it has so much emotional weight to it at the same mm-hmm. time that it's just like how is someone able to make me feel these like weird emotions of like man they're mourning the death of their because like uh, like in this point in the movie you're not sure if she's alive or what happened mm-hmm. you just know they took her and the monster took her, and then you're just like, wow, like, this is this is fantastic filmmaking for me. Like, it, it reached out, it, it touched me in a way, and I was just like, I can't believe you can make something so um, emotionally, like, heavy, but also so funny. And I really appreciate it. There's, all, there's tons of also really great uh, scenes in this film. Highly recommend it. It's it's uh it stuck with me when when I saw it as a as a teenager when my uncle rented it and we just saw it. ended up mm-hmm. I just like oh, I'll watch it with you. What kind of monster are we talking about? It's 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 like a weird like amphibious fish monster. But it has like a think of it as like a tadpole but it's huge. Tadpole on steroids. Yeah, like a tadpole but it's strong, like it's like the size tadpole. of this room kind of and has like a tail. Yeah, and but like doesn't it have something that can like. Grab yeah, it has like yeah. little arms within its like abdomen and stuff. Oh, but it probably could reach far and grab people because like the image is like a long like yeah, that's tentacle the... arm something. No, that's the tail that, that that's the tail that that's gra- the tail oh, that grabs okay. it. So like he grabs it with the tail. I saw it tail. so long ago. So was yeah. it all practical or um, there are some it... good practical scenes? But for that, it's it's it is CGI, but it's really good for the time, and I think it still holds up personally. Because cool. um, uh, it like. A big thing with like CGI is like the the lighting on whatever is fake. If that's right, then you have a like a you you have a really a good, good image. Yeah, yeah, I highly recommend that one. The host. It's one of my favorite like monster movies of uh, the two thousands. It's a good watch. Yeah, yeah. It looks better than half the stuff that's out today. Yeah, with CGI. Like it definitely holds up. I totally agree with what you say. It looks like it could have been made like yesterday. Yeah, exactly. You want to rewatch it? Because I'm like, I remember I liked it's on it, Netflix but I was too, like, right? yeah. it's on Netflix. Oh yeah, I was it's like, right. I think I even own it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. All right, who's um, next? Up to bat. All right, Oliver. Oh, <laughs> no one's going. I'll pick well, someone. I was yeah. talking about this last week. Ravenous on yeah. Netflix. Oh, I saw it? that. No, I haven't seen it yet. But um, I'm like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a Canadian French film. And it's all in French, but there's really little dialogue, so it's almost as if the film doesn't even need any like at all okay. dialogue. It's very easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, very cryptic. Yeah, I downloaded it on Netflix and I watched it on the plane when I was going to Oregon this weekend, and it was also very loud too. So, I was, so I was <laughs> just like, crap, stupid plane. <laughs> but anyways, like it really didn't need a whole lot of dialogue to kind of like let you know what's going on in the film but it definitely takes a different stance on zombies and whatnot Mm -hmm. it also was so nostalgic watching it because it reminded me of like early walking dead like season one season two because it's set in like a rural setting Mm -hmm. you know there's a bunch of survivors basically and they're out in the rural canada and you kind of get the feeling that zombies have kind of uh taken over the cities Mm -hmm. and like everyone's safe in like these rural areas but the zombies are coming out to try to like get everyone out Mm -hmm. of the rural areas and trying to just kill everyone and so um it also kind of like plays a little bit on religion i think almost because there's really weird aspects of these zombies they have very weird behaviors Mm -hmm. and they kind of like worship like certain like the chair thing yeah it's like weird wicker man yeah yeah. it's really weird and i guess you have to like kind of like 
get your own uh, interpretation there's, there's of it. There's no explanation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I haven't looked it up yet, but yeah. I, I was baffled. I was like, what? There it's was... a very weird film, so. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot on this, and it's really intrigued me. And you say it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Because right. yeah, um, the, the being almost silent, there was a recent X-Files episode that did the same thing. And, you mm. know, Buffy, when they did Hush, I mean, yes. that really is a good Magician story did it too. telling technique. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it was gosh. very, like, visually appealing, for sure. Like, the, mm. I know Steve would say that the cinematography was, like, beautiful. Because we saw it was Steve's, Steve, I, and Steven. Chocolate Blue is mm-hmm. magnifique. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the cinematography is <laughs> like Australia. fantastic in it. I have to agree. I feel like it was kind of like at the end, I was just like, eh. I don't know, I don't know if it was because I was like a little tired. I'm not, not gonna lie, I dozed off mm-hmm. while watching it because it's, it's like, a slow burn. It's super slow burn. And, but I just remember being like startled awake because it was like it just got loud and we mm-hmm. saw it in like the home theater. So I was just like, oh, like hey, I'm, 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 I'm awake. But, um, I don't know if that affected my viewing or not. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I just felt like it it didn't pay off too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really. Uh, I, th- I I think it's good. It's it's like the product is good, but it just it, it wasn't for me. I like the new mm-hmm. take, and I can appreciate yeah. the new take on it at, for like zombie genre and everything. Yeah, because like zombies by this point are so like wrung out. They're so dried out. Yeah, it's like what else can you do with it? I was like oh, mm-hmm. let's do something. And very it felt cryptic. yeah. You kind of felt like they were gonna do something with. It, mm-hmm. But they kind of tease it and didn't end up and doing did, it, right? You yeah, because uh-huh. it's like, do these zombies communicate? Is this how they like? Are they worshiping something? Are they trying right. to like, do some kind of ritual? You're gonna see a UFO come out of the sky, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like what's going on? Yeah, but um, I also like, I really like the the, the sound they make. Like when they they like mm-hmm. call out or like it's like an alarm going off. It's mm-hmm. really creepy. I like that part. That was cool. Um, sorry, I, I no, took no, over no, here. No, yeah. no, totally fine. I'm, right. I'm glad when people. See my the movies that I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Um, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, so I one I saw a little while ago, but I was like, Ooh. oh, it was really good. Is Lizzie Borden took an axe? Um, it was a TV movie with Christina Ricci, two thousand four. Um, so it's. Y'all, I, I feel most people know the rhyme, but um, Lizzie Borden had an axe. She gave her mother forty wax when Oof. she was done. She gave her father forty one. <laughs> yeah. So in Massachusetts, nineteen eighty three, Lizzie Borden is put on trial for murdering her father and stepmother with an axe. Um, I, I enjoyed this too because um, it has a kind of low rate on IMDb, but I'm like, no, it's good. Um, visually it's a nice period piece I think Christina Ricci was great because it is the kind of like why did she do it and they explore that a little bit um, I think it's Clay Duvall and then Greg Henry's in it and uh, Stephen McCaddy so there's a lot of interesting people and if you like kind of historical murder legends it's a fun one to check out I think I saw it on Netflix when I saw it directed, uh, directed by Nick Gomez and written by Stephen Kay yeah it was it's one of those if you like period pieces and murder, definitely one to check out. So yeah. what was like what was the reason that or like did they give a reason why she she did what she did? Or? Actually, um, I, 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 know, like, I saw we'll it a little while ago. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, like I know a little bit about what it was and what they've always speculated is that Lizzie oh, was a lesbian and certainly at that time oh, yes, it wasn't we'll accepted. Mm-hmm. And that's that I've heard like several places like historically they've sort of looked at. I think they hint yeah. that in the yeah. movie too. And she's a real person, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's all, it's this a real this was on Life- yeah, I remember. It was I think it was a Life- Lifetime. Yeah. yeah, Lifetime. But original. I think it was on Netflix when I saw it. So if you guys want to check it out, it's okay. a cool one. Christina so Lizzie Ricci's Born pretty took perfect an or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was great. Um, they made a second one. I haven't seen that what? one yet, but it was like another one with Christina. No, it's called She Took a um, Shovel. No, <laughs> it was. Let me see. Yeah, I'm like, how do you make a sequel to that? She becomes a lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm they like, hired her as a lumberjack. Ah, well, there's a thing like called Dexter. the Lizzie. It's the Lizzie Borden Chronicles. I'm trying uh, to load this. Is that more like a series? Um, it is Christina oh, yeah. Ricci, though. Interesting. Uh, TV miniseries, five hours, 37 minutes. So I'll have to watch that and let you guys know. Hmm. That one has a higher rating, though. So I wonder Ooh. if they did a better job when they have more time to let yeah, it breathe. Serialize everything. Why do you think it got such a low rating? You think it's just because it was like Lifetime style? or Could be. Some people are like, eh, put with off Lifetime movies. Already, um, yeah. But then I also don't really care what people write on most IMDb reviews. They'll be like, give it a <laughs> yeah. five. And you're like, it was better than that. Come on. Mm. Like, five is when you go, meh. Yeah. yeah. So if something has like an eight, I'm like, wow, that's high rated. I'm like, it's hard to get an eight and a nine on there. So like, 
the first one I mentioned that has like a five, and then this one has a seven point one. So I'm like, okay, that's a little better. So mm-hmm. I'll have to check that. one Yeah, out. the IMDb rating system is like pretty well, bad. I mean, it's bad, yeah. it's it's great, pretty, but it's like yeah. this one's way worse. You're like, yeah, I've seen bad? some. And I'm like, oh, it's I've seen worse yeah. than that number before. But yeah, yeah, they do provide the the Metacritic score, which is I think kind of counterbalances everything, yeah. but. Hey, I, I have noticed that horror like, movies get the bad rap oh, anyway, dude. so yeah, I never I care what they say. Yeah. Like me. Yeah, I'm always just diving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dabbling in. But um, yeah, I actually picked this week because I did a podcast on it. Tari and Lex Michael, I don't know, viewers may know them because they're AfterBuzz <laughs> hosts yeah. that I host a lot with. They have their own podcast called Missing Out Podcast where they talk about things that maybe one of them hasn't seen. And I came on this week because when I realized Lex had not seen Fallen and that's what they were covering. He was like, you have to come, because I was so excited. Because this is the greatest Denzel Washington movie of all time, guys. And that's saying something. So Denzel is a cop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What movie are you talking about? It's called Fallen, and it's it's a supernatural cop thriller with Denzel. Mm. And, like, you know, in the beginning, you hear this guy is being executed, this um, serial killer. And, you know, he sings this creepy, you know, song, Time is on My Side, the Rolling Stones one. And then, yeah, so like, and but then you start seeing that. John Goodman, right? Yes, John Goodman plays Denzel's partner. That's right. Mm. And then uh, Donald Sutherland is the um, police chief and everything. So it's Mm. a great cast anyway. Even Imbet Davis, who was Sheila in Army of Darkness, isn't it? James Gandolfini. Yeah, like Gandolfini. That was one of his earlier, you know, Mm. roles just before The Sopranos. And, um, yeah, so you see, like. This um, entity then starts possessing other people once this killer is dead, Mm. and it's actually this uh, supernatural being Azazel. So, yeah, and then I won't spoil the ending because that's the best part, but yeah, like it's definitely a flip you on your head type of film, and I recommend it to anyone and everyone. (laughs) That movie is awesome. Really? (laughs) I'm like, it's so creepy. John John Goodman keeps singing, it's like yeah. so creepy, but you're right. I forgot all about that movie. It's so good. Yeah, it kills it. Yeah, the I've music never is heard great. of this film ever. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah. I have either. I know, and it used to be on basic cable all the time because yeah. me and my friends would just watch it like in the afternoons or whatever. But it would be played on like FX and USA. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like and then it would have been like the early 2000s. I think was yeah. when it would get yeah. a lot of airplay. It was released on 1998. 98, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like just before Denzel became like a big time movie star. See, this is where yeah. IMDb yeah. gets it wrong. Uh, labeled as an action crime drama. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah, like it is, but it is like a supernatural, supernatural. thriller. Yeah, oh, yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I decided to say that. And too, you know, listen to Missing Out. Like on Satan yeah. is involved somehow. Ooh. Yeah, like it's a demonic possession yeah, sort yeah, of film. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Cool. Yeah. Denzel in a possession film. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Never would have thought. Oh man. And uh, from my recommendation last week, Death House, I just wanted to give an update because mm-hmm. it actually had to uh, be held off for its release date. Mm-hmm. That was the, you know, Gunnar Hansen, who was Leatherface, originally wrote this. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, after his death, they decided to keep it going. And it's like basically the expendables of horror. And Ooh. it actually comes out huh. this Friday because they wanted to give time for more Black Panther screenings. So mm-hmm. they, they held off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Smart, smart cool. move. Then. Yeah. yeah, smart move. Right on. So this Friday, Death House. Yep. Cool. Yeah, we actually, there isn't any uh, horror films being released this Friday. Uh, wide release or anything, like, major. It's still, like, Strangers was the biggest. But, yeah, looking forward to Death House. Yeah. Boogity, boogity. Should be <laughs> right good. Right on. All right, Russell, do you have something for The Crypt? I think yeah. we talked about something oh, outside. Man. You know, unfortunately, guys, I'm not a horror fan. So, like, <laughs> I don't watch horror films, but... Um, I did watch a western with Kurt Russell called Bone Tomahawk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I feel like that is kind of a horror film too. Yeah, totally. And it was amazing. So like listening to you talk about Fallen, Mm -hmm. it totally reminded me of Bone Tomahawk because it was some of the best acting like Kurt Russell's Mm -hmm. done in a while. It's like really scary, kind of supernatural, like weird, uh, like. Neanderthal like mm-hmm. people yeah. going around and set in a western setting mm-hmm. so it was very cool and, and and very like scary yeah actually we actually mm. had a scene oh well, I, I'm sure you know that scene I, I, was, I always say uh 
R.I.P. Nick. Never forget Nick. Well, he's a uh, he guy who gets the wishbone. Yes. Okay. So I we used to do a segment on a show that was like uh, D- Death of the Week, and I showed it on here. That was gnarly. It that shocked. was one of the craziest death scenes I've ever seen. Same for me. I saw it with my friends, and we lost our ish. We were just like, Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, like, it was like it was one thing to be like scalp. I was like, Okay, oh, we're just like we're losing it already. Like, okay, and then no, 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 shove it in his mouth. I was like, Oh god! Oh, oh god! They, they took it to the next, next level, level, and then the next level. Yeah. It was crazy. It yeah. Was, so that that was actually really cool yeah, yeah i got it yeah totally great recommendation um yeah kurt russell's just awesome so anything it. he's in but yeah the scalping scene always got me because i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's gross right that on. tracheotomy is just gross me out Ugh. <laughs> yeah let's see that yeah. all right so now let's focus on our guest here all right yes. so let's see let's try going already here so uh in 2011 you did the legends of hell's gate right right on yep. directed by tanner beard that's right yeah and, Filmed in Texas? Filmed in Texas. Hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah where I'm from. Fil- filmed in yeah. Texas with a great ensemble cast. Uh, Summer Glau mm-hmm. was in I there. Uh, Jenna Dewan Tatum. Uh, uh, Henry Thomas, you know, from yeah. uh, E.T. Oh, yeah. nice. You know, um, Gangs of New York. Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, it was cool. It was, it was a, a big cast. Uh, really a lovely Western um, and uh, it just kind of like flew under the radar, and then we just uh, we did another one right after that. Mm-hmm. We shot in Spain called uh, Six Bullets to Hell. Yeah, that came out in 2016. By yeah. also same uh, Tanner Beard as well. Right. And you also we direct we co-directed it nice. together, and uh, it's a grindhouse western. Ooh. So nice. it's like it's it's like spaghetti grindhouse. We actually shot it in Spain, the same sets. That they they shot uh, all the Clint Eastwood films like Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. What was that like? Because I'm yeah. sure you grew up watching those uh, films, 100%. right? Hundred percent. So yeah. like I would look around, I'd be like, "That's that's <laughs> that's the sheriff's office. Holy shit! That, that's the mountain that's that he's walking up to. There's the the trough that yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. he shot dudes and they fell over in or whatever. Uh, it was amazing, man. It was like a dream come true for me because. I'm a Western guy. Yeah. yeah. What is it that so. you like about Western so much? Because clearly we're all horror fans. Yeah. But what what draws you to the Western genre? <sighs> Just the drama. I mm-hmm. think you know. Growing up, uh, my mom only watched Turner movie classics, Ooh. so I just grew up watching just black and white television. And uh, growing up in Texas, my family they love John Wayne. So yeah. I just whether I liked it or not, I'm watching John Wayne movies. But it, it, back in the day, they had like it taught you how to be a man you know and like just not put up with anybody's bullshit but be honorable like treat women with respect ride a horse shoot a gun you know all that kind of thing and and i just kind of fell in love with the drama of it and uh and i always wanted to be a part of it so when i actually got to spain on the same sets that sergio leone was on it it was like it was so surreal you know and it's doing great it's available on dvd if you want to go pick it up it's won tons of awards and it's almost kind of like a horror film too cuz it in a way it's 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 very it's almost like a grindhouse western horror uh uh really just good film <laughs> yeah like, right on so, yeah cuz most people don't think like quentin tarantino makes westerns now that's yeah. like hateful eight is a western mm. and glorious yeah. bastards is kind of a western guys yeah. and then um from dust till dawn for sure him and robert rodriguez yeah. get together and it's it's a, a western vampire play yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know that they, they cross yeah yeah, and, yeah. And, and i think a lot of films these 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 days they they take the western oh. formula mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. just kind of put it into to things like now like uh you know, Death Wish. Mm-hmm. You know that could easily be a Western film. Yeah. You know, if you think about it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I love that genre. But we're talking about horror here, though. <laughs> <laughs> but there <laughs> are horror, horror westerns. Yeah. Not many, but there are some. Um, I talked about Dead Birds. That's a horror western. Oh, yeah. Never seen it. It's bank robbers, and they Ooh. hide out at a house to get away because they robbed a bank, yeah. but the house and the area around it's haunted. And so that's one we talked about on mm-hmm. another view. Like, why don't they up. just leave? They can't really leave. Because, like, they're on they're the wanted, run, yeah. and also I think the house kind of keeps them there. And that one's a pretty good one. Uh, Burrowers as well. Nice. Uh, that one's uh, that one's also a horror western. I was cool. going to recommend, well, it's not really a horror, but it's I, I personally liked, the, liked it as a western. Um, it's uh, The Quick and the Dead by oh. Sa- Sam oh, Raimi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Quick and the Dead. It was, was cool really movie. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Sam Raimi, I mean, he's I love Sam Raimi, so I was like, oh, so, he did yeah. a western? I yeah. like, hopped on right away. I was not. Yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised, and I was I loved it. Yeah, it was great. 
uh, with a young Leo. Yeah. Leo and, Di- oh, and like, you know, speaking of Sam Raimi and his friends, Bruce Campbell had like a Western show. Like, and you can get the DVD just about anywhere. Like, um, it's uh, Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I actually have it. Never heard what, of that. Wasn't that on Nickelodeon? Um, it, it was, was pretty it, cheap. I think it was on Fox. Um, Fox yeah, because okay. Fox loves to cancel westerns like Firefly and that. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, it was very cheesy, but it was yeah, fun. It's yeah, corny yeah. As hell. Yeah. yeah, right on. All right, and oh, you also mentioned that you're in in the name of the gun. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a new film uh, in pre production that we're going back out to Spain to shoot. Um, we. We love westerns. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just want to keep making them. So. And it's you and uh, Tanner Beard again. So that's right. Right yeah, on the my, duo. Partner crime, <laughs> yeah. man. We 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 love it. He's uh, um, it's funny, man. His girlfriend, he, he, she's a she's a country music singer, and her grandpa is John Wayne. And so what? I'm like. <laughs> I actually interviewed Jennifer at Mammoth. Oh, you yeah. did? Okay, like, so you yeah, know, she's just... so lovely. Yeah. Love her. Oh, no. Love yeah. her. But yeah, her dad's John, or gran- her grandpa's John, John Wayne. John Wayne, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. And uh, are you excited to, to be returning back to Spain? I am, man. It's... I love Spain. I don't know if you guys have ever been, but yeah. yeah. Loved it. Yeah, the south of Spain is amazing. And, and a lot of films are shot there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that Indiana Jones, um, I mean, I could, mine's gone blank now, but I mean, thousands of films have been shot in the south of Spain. Um and it's just a magical, lovely place. It's the only desert in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's why they go there to shoot. You know, um, I don't know if you remember in Indiana Jones when when he's on the tank, you know, and it goes off the cliff. Right. You know, he's fighting on the tank or whatever. Yeah. That was there, like oh, that wow. whole desert thing. Uh, but yeah, it's great. I, I can't wait to go back, man. I've been there like seven times, and I always I always have a great time on there. Right on. People are amazing. So in in some of your family, call, I've seen you handle a knife, right? But like you've been in so many westerns, so you, can you handle a gun? Can you do like the whole like? Yeah, I can, it? man. I can. Yeah. I, can I can spin them pretty good. Yeah, because it's like they're good. actual like prop guns, so it has a, the the right weight and everything. Totally, they're they're real guns, uh, real uh, like forty five caliber guns, uh, and you're on set all day. So you ain't got nothing to do but just spin them, and then you drop it and make sure like the gun no, guy ain't around, and you just like throw it, it back in there and, and just go on about your business. But yeah, man, yeah, I. I I actually dressed up as a bandit this this past Halloween. <laughs> oh my yes. god! What All did, everything. Did every you did you have second. the black the black band over no, there? No, I had a bandana no, had a, and then a just like a hat. oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I had the bandana gotcha. and a hat and like the sick ass poncho just coming yeah. down. And I bought like a bun, uh, ammo belt, so I put it around. Oh me, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had the Mexican came, style. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually Mexican, so I was like, oh, perfect. I'm gotcha. being bandit. I call myself call myself Antonio Bandito. Nice. I was just like going around. Yeah, it was really fun yeah. man uh so i gotta say like i, I know where it's at like <laughs> i wish i had it's an fun, man yeah yeah spinning but, that yeah, gun around I've so sick definitely ruined a couple guns or two <laughs> <laughs> right on yeah. all right so uh yeah so let's get in, in, into it more of a sunny family cult let's do it man all right so it was directed and written by gabriel uh, gabriel Yunes, uh, <clears throat> uh produced yep. by brandon garrett and it can be seen on crypt tv and also on their youtube channel crypt tv youtube channel and some of the main characters, so we have Elias, which is uh, you're the uh, the head of the uh, right. the cult family, um, and you also we also have Taylor, who's your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yep. I wasn't sure because like the season one episode four, like there's a family pro- portrait, but it's like different parents. So I was just like, eh, but I was like, all right, I'm still gonna. You it know. threw a lot of people off. It but... was. I don't think I know. Yes. Yeah. They tried to kind of skim over that. Yeah. You I know, but was... they didn't know what they had on their hands. Hmm. Exactly. And then, so they went back and did a prequel, uh... and then just were like, okay. Because was that originally the the short that they that was that the began? short that's that was that's the what short. I thought, and it like did really really well, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, the writers just had this really cool story that they wanted to add to it, so they they the first two seasons were. Taylor kind of growing up mm-hmm. and us like slowly starting to get the 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 cult moving and mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. and and then you know you get to episode three and you know she doesn't do her first kill right that, that we're trying to do and it really upsets me mm-hmm. as a father you know I'm trying to like she's going to be the face of this thing someday and I'm trying to teach her you know and um so, and then, so she goes a little overboard and decides to call her friends over and kill them all so, so you, okay, so that was more like a reaction of you scolding her, right, probably. Right, I, I scolded her, and and she was like, you know, because we, we set this. That up. was the pool boy, right? Right, yeah. that oh, was the, the pool, pool boy. boy scene. Yeah. yeah, you know, Taylor liked her, you know, and, and yeah. Taylor yeah. kind of wants to know what it's like to be a normal girl, but yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm left with this, you know, uncommon responsibility to to 
to hand over the reins to my daughter and teach her what it's like to be a stone cold killer. Right. You know. So but is this family like royal family in terms of it's the child of the leader that would inherit you it? You can you can think of it like that. Oh. It's like a king and a queen, yeah. and, and you know, it's it's that's why it, there's so much pressure on Elias mm-hmm. to make sure that she takes over yeah. because mm-hmm. she's she's the only daughter. Yeah. She's in my in, in Elias's mind. We are royalty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way, you know. Um, but yeah, she kind of takes it, takes it a little too far. Kills yeah. Her yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, rebellious teenage. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> teenage angst. You only want to be able to kill one person. So yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm like, wait, well, go. Yeah. Honey. What did yeah. I tell you about using a knife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's more fun that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we're gonna need extra bleach. I was like, oh, geez, this is crazy. Um, so yeah, Taylor is played by True Mullen. Uh, Karen, which is a mother, played by Stephanie Estes. Yeah. Yes. And in season two, I want to touch on some characters that are introduced. Sure. That uh, I believe it's Jennifer, but they, she goes by Jaina, which I was like, how does that work? Well, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, Jaina. Yeah. Jaina. Is that the new friend? The right? new friend, exactly. I like her. Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> Everyone uh, likes by... her. Well, also, <laughs> anybody else, I wanted, I was liking the queer leanings with Taylor and her that I was like, oh, oh yeah. so can that, we get more of that? That, that is a fan uh, shipping. Fan yeah. Fiction. yeah oh, like ship. they're, they're loving that, man. They're, yeah. They're, they want oh. them to be together so well, bad. Well, because there's the scenes where, like, when. Uh, when Jaina shows up on the birthday and brings a boyfriend, I'm like, ooh, no, that was supposed to be girl time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And, like, and then he, like, has a whole vision yeah. of her yeah. just, like, straight <laughs> and up. And she's so it. disappointed. So yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And, yeah. too, much conflict, because the thing about being a cult leader is you want many, many grandchildren. I need children. Yeah. 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 Grandchildren, well, like, yeah. that's going to be an issue. That's, yeah, yeah that's going to be, be like, some season three, like, exploration. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, yeah, so Elias is pretty progressive, though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you know, that's good. Can, you know. They can we'll, adopt? We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, we're going to go steal a bunch of kids now. Yeah. yeah. So we got Jaina. We had Hannah, which is uh, played by Maddie Howard. She is the the daughter of the officer who's kind of like yeah. investigating things. Like She's the local an interesting-looking girl. I like yeah. that, of like a visual choice of an actress. Of mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, ooh, she's stunning with her eyes. I was yeah. like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she recovered very fast by a, a axe oh, to the yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was confused. Did it like, actually hit you got this a scratch? <laughs> yeah. like, I thought it was so her shoulder and her yeah. side. And yeah, exactly. Same. But I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. That was great. Yeah, ma- a massive injury to the side, but she still dresses cute. So, yeah. right, so she's an X-23. She still walks uh, around <laughs> just fine. She has she's tough She's tough. She's tough. More than ways. Gotta say. And then uh, here's a big one: the the, the pin drop or anything is like or Roger played played by Patrick Boylan, and there is a scene in season two, episode six, I believe it's the last episode, where he like there's like cutbacks to like these two uh, people just going at it at an axe, mm-hmm. and then it's revealed that I believe it's Roger and Elias, right? That's right. And they're no. brothers. They're brothers. Confirmed. They're brothers. Confirmed. That's, oh, that's we are brothers. That is crazy. So I'm guessing there's some sort of fallout there. Yeah. How close in drama. age are they supposed to be? P- pretty close. I, okay. I'm older, and he's younger. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, he got the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like supposed it's to fine. Be it's just one of those. I was kind of curious on their right, dynamics. Right, but that actor Patrick, man, he's like so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. he's he plays that part perfect. Yeah, you know, he's so interesting to watch that dude. He he had me confused because when he came up, I was like, the first time he introduced himself, he didn't well introduce himself to Taylor. Didn't ask for a name or anything, but it's that 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 scene oh, on he the was bleachers. So sketch, right? So exactly. But you were like, he's sketchy, but I don't know if he's. It, that's why I was confused. You're sketchy, killer, but you like, like him. Right. Yeah. Totally. I was oh. like, oh, dude, it's him. But I'm yeah. like, but I like him. But he has though. charm. Yeah, yeah he's charming. Yeah. 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 Even charm. when he's a creepy, yeah. yeah. One of the best killers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, the like, car, when she's like, we passed the station. He's like, oh, you're rather Oh, for <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does he say? He goes, uh, clever girl. Yeah. Oh. Hey, you know what he told me? I'll That's give you an insight on this. I was like, I was like, where'd you get that clever girl? He's like, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Oh, and Jurassic I was Park. like, you, I knew. This. <laughs> I actually thought there was gonna be a romantic thing with them. Did you? Yeah. yeah. But now it's even weird. It's a little yeah. weirder. Yeah. And I don't he's uncle, <laughs> not anymore. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because like I thought it was more like her sixty, like he was twenty-five to right. her seventeen, right. maybe right. thirty. Not quite 40. Could happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nothing's wrong yeah, with that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, if she's not really Elias' kid, you yeah. know, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll see. see. We'll 
I I actually have a clip from season two, episode five, which I thought was great because it's showcasing uh, you and like the, what's going on in the family. It's like when the, I guess it's a, a older man from the cult oh, wanted yeah. to leave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this- yeah. Wait, why do you so, laugh? I don't know. <laughs> it's so it's what horror funny does to me. <laughs> it's like every time this this old man it did the best like voice work of getting stabbed. Right. Mm. Oh, that's you. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be right over you if you want to like turn around. Uh, so yeah, re- let's roll this clip. So the ma- the mask on the floor. Love the masks. Ah, oh, the masks are great. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And this is also at the implemented in season two, like the writing on the screen and stuff. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, different director on this, on this one. Oh, nice. Well, because it goes with her journal. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. What I was like, okay, cool. Please. And there's a deserter. Never, you can't leave the family. No. Don't do that to Familia. You would abandon us? He also gives one of the best lines and ever. You defy uh, coming up. And desert your family. We took you in when the bank took your house. When you had no one. No wife. No kids. Those masks. They're so creepy. No yeah. money. They're, they're fucking, they really I killed it with that. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. This is not a family. This is a butcher shop. <laughs> As it is written, it Lip sync battle. <laughs> It is written. Price for desertion is death. And here's our death of the week. (laughs) Uh, Totally, this could be a. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, buddy. Sorry. He messed up. Dun dun dun. Yes, no, it's totally a dun dun dun. And there's Taylor. Yep. So she's in the back. She's still a little like. She waits a while. Yeah, she waits. Oh. Well, you don't want to be the first one to stab. You don't? Oh. <laughs> Get greens on this, like, yo. I want to see where everybody's doing. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to do But the first cut is the deepest. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, Sarah. No, but she just, I'm going to hold the your shoulder, too. Yeah, I love how she stabs him so, like, yeah. sweetly. Oh, look at him. Oh, And lies. shows her oh. face, too. She's like, Dad, do you approve of me now? Do you love me now, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, he's all right. Yeah. Uh. Family bonding. Right? Right? That's right. I'm proud. Is there going to be a father-daughter <laughs> trip? Right, Where's the father-daughter trip? Oh, <laughs> That'll be an episode. That'd be cool. Uh, oh, man. Bring your daughter to work day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I called that uh, Never Leave the Family. Yeah. Because no. then that's what happens. Get turned to Swiss cheese, apparently. Right. Yeah. Oh. Stabbed up. <clears throat> Try to take off. All right, so I want to re- rewind it back, and I just ask you, so, like, how, how did this role come to you? Like, how did it fall into your lap? Man, or? I had just moved back here from London, and I got a new manager, and she, she called me up, and she was like, hey, we want you to, to audition for this web series. And I was like, web series? All right. You know, what's so special about this one? Because there's a lot of web series. And was this your first one for a web series, too? I did a web series back in the day, a comedy called... Uh, uh, Valley Peaks, okay. and and it was great, you know. But I hadn't done one since, and Got you know, it. when you hear web series, you're just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, and I was like, I don't know. And she was like, No, this is cool. It's like Eli Ross Company, and like, you know, Anthem Films, or, and uh, you play the leader of the cult. So it's like, you know, it's not like a bit part. You're just like the main guy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. All right, you know. So I went in, and uh, I did I did my speech that you did, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, called me back the next day and. Um, I was like, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, we like what you're doing. Let me see, let me see it again. So we did it again, and then he was like, call me again for the chemistry read for me and my wife, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. So I walk in, and uh, <laughs> she, she's sitting there, and she's like, hey, I was the last one to go in, and she was like, um, and the guy before me was like six foot five. He was like totally tall. And I walk in, and she's like, this is going to play your wife. This is Stephanie, and she stands up, and she's like six foot tall, right? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm not getting this one. <laughs> yep. Chalk that one up for a loss. And he's like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool. It's like, don't worry about it. Like, go up there and do your scene. And she's such a good actress. Like, I, I hope we see more of her because mm-hmm. she's, like, such a pro. Um, and we did this scene, and, and he was like, I'll be honest with you, you're the one I want. So all I have to do is just go by producers, and I think you're the one, you know? And I'm like, cool. So we just called me up the next day. He's like, you got it. So um, it was my... F- my my first time playing a character like as complicated as that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think a lot of a lot of the first season you're like this guy is such an ass 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, but I think a lot of people don't know that he's really vulnerable and he loves his daughter and he loves mm-hmm. his family. But this is his only way he knows how to show it is to like hand out over the power to her. And he has to show her. I mean, how, how does one teach their daughter to, to do what he does? Mm-hmm. He just has to lead by example, you know. But uh, I think he's starting to come around, you know, at the end of, of, of season two. He has a heart-to-heart with her. Mm-hmm. And the wife is, like, trying to get, you know, get to him and, and be like, you know, just chill out a little bit. But he's stressed out. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy, there's a lot of levels to this dude. Uh, really, really interesting. I can't wait to see what season three holds in store. Yeah, especially well, with your brother being. I know. Yeah. yeah. Head to head. Yeah. Head to head. Yeah. And I got to go get her. They touch upon it a little bit too. Is possibly Taylor could be a deserter, and I think that's what, another thing right. that he's most worried about. <gasps> oh my goodness! Because yeah. it yeah. wouldn't break. But would he break the rule for his own kid? Well, know? it's mm-hmm. like it's like this. You know, when you grow up and you're 17 years old. You, you always have like static with your parents, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like so I'm being hard on her because I feel like this is the way to get through to her, but it's actually pushing her away. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the the mom is trying to reel it in, and I'm trying to like find different ways to get to her, you know. But in my mind, I'm doing the right thing. Do you, mm-hmm. do you think Elias is capable of just trying to just talk it out with uh, Taylor and just telling you, hey, I'm being so hard on you because I want you to take over because yeah, of this and this and this? I think it's getting to that point to where um, he's starting to talk to her like a woman, mm-hmm. you know, and not a child, you know, and he realizes that because I, I think he sees the potential in, in Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got this thing inside of her. I think this is what makes Sunny Family so interesting is that she is battling inside do i do what my family expects of me or do i become my own person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like how do you desert your family yeah. and, and and can you do both it, it's it's hard it's like know? the twisted version of like some a uh, family wanting their like child to become a doctor when he wants to be like a rock and roll star. Yeah. You know? And, 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 yeah. And at one point it's like you owe this to your family, mm-hmm. but yeah. at another point it's like, this is also my life. I don't know if, you know, you always go with your gut in life. Right. And she's yeah. like going with her gut and she's like, I don't want to kill this kid. I like him. I'm like, got to, you know, everyone else pays their dues. You have to pay, you have to be an example. You're going to be the leader someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's also what I think is so great about this uh, this this series because it, it speaks to so many adolescents who are possibly going through that same thing. Granted, not like yeah, as but twisted, in a different but yeah. type of way. Yeah. yeah, there are people who like their parents put pressure on them to be something yeah. when in yeah. reality they just they're not sure. Like they're yeah. still so young, they're still trying to find their own way. Just like um, Taylor's trying to find her own way. Luckily, in season two, you see her starting to develop uh, her journal, so mm-hmm. we see more of what's going on inside of her head than like uh, external actions like from what we saw in season one mm-hmm. um which is a nicely vague journal i don't know if anyone's noticing that i'm like mm-hmm. dude that's the worst kind of evidence you could have but she's never like so we killed bobby on friday <laughs> yeah. she's more like broadly yeah, vague. yeah so we have uh, it was an interesting day today yeah <laughs> yeah and then you're right that uh you kind of touch upon how he does kind of talk to her when he's like i was just like you mm-hmm. I was stubborn and like, but headstrong, but that makes a good leader. So he's right. getting there. Right. But, and even then, like, the cult's not, okay, they kill people. But, kill bad people. But yeah, yeah. And yeah. they, I remember, was it season one where it's like, we don't kill kids? And yeah. someone was reenacting the cult. Yeah. And so right. you kind of mm. like, I look at the, these cult members, I look at you, and I see like, okay, well, this family's not, everyone has their mistakes, their problems, but it's like, you're not 100% evil. Well, it's and like we, Dexter. And we, they and kill we, only yeah. bad people. And we see that this is like a coming of age series yeah. for Taylor, mm-hmm. right? So, right, yeah. yeah. There's there's so many layers to it because like again, we have Elias's own struggle where like I'm trying to bring up this girl. Mm-hmm. We have Taylor's internal struggles of like who I'm trying to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then throw a wrench into everything. Hey, uh, Elias has a brother, yeah, <laughs> and he's also and a killer. Kidnapped my daughter. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, you know, double time. Yeah, what? He has different <laughs> leanings possibly too. Yeah, because right. like I believe he was the one who's going at it in the in the flashback. He, he was so more if violent, you can imagine, like, yeah, he's crazier than me. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's crazy. You know, That's so crazy. that just makes everything even but more dramatic. But he spared the one girl in the forest. Which, I yeah, know. which was interesting. Which was weird. Which mm-hmm. was weird. But, but I'm like, maybe there's motive for yeah. that. Yeah. When we also haven't seen her father. Hmm. True. Hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah. Speculation. She is a mixed there. race kid. Everybody, so. Yeah, I was about to say she does look <laughs> ambiguous as well. <laughs> so it's like hmm. he's teaching her. Uh, so uh, I want to get into like some like speculation, kind of like predictions in a sense. But let's keep it, let's keep it on with some of these questions okay. though. Um, so, so what did you find about this world that was like uh, most intriguing to you? Or something that like, spoke to you? Where it was just like, oh man, like yeah, I really. Uh, the whole cult thing, yeah. you know, like it's always fascinating when uh, when you hear about like Scientology mm-hmm. or uh, or even like Nazis or whatever, just kind of cult status, you know, where they just like are brainwashed and they believe what this person says. Even some kind of churches can be like that, you know, and and uh, a, a lot of uh, like cult leaders have been played by characters that uh, are just kind of like you know, weird with crazy glasses and, like, stringy hair and, you know, and, like, kind of strange. And I just kind of wanted Elias to be an everyday guy that you saw at a grocery store and you wouldn't think twice. Mm -hmm. And that you might just get in a conversation with him in line. Next thing you know, you're getting initiated. Yeah. And and those are the most dangerous kind. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, were you given any sort of backstory on how they started? Because, like... You know, killing just bad people. They are normal. Like, if you look at it very logically, like, okay, they kill bad people. That's fine, right? Right. Um, right? No. Um, <laughs> but it's sure. curious what yeah. makes them start that, to break mm-hmm. from the social norm that says that's not okay. But were you given any sort of backstory? I wish. Okay. Because it would have made my job a lot easier. Mm. Um, I remember when I got to set, it was like, Everything was moving so fast. Sorry, real quick. Can you yeah. just put your mic? Oh, yeah. yeah Everything you. was moving so fast <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, there was no really explanation. And mm-hmm. I was like, and as an actor, you're like, well, I could either go ask him or I guess I could do my job and make this shit up myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, yeah. like, once it start, started to, to, to progress and, like, people really started liking the show. And after a couple episodes, I was like... Yeah, this is like this is pretty intriguing. This mm-hmm. is good, mm-hmm. and and I think that in the future they're gonna touch on that and okay. like answer those questions. Say, so yeah. I don't want to like give too much of what away because I think it yeah it, it makes the story because that's what's intriguing about it right now is people don't know what the hell is going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah, there was one flashback when um, it doesn't explain it, but I think it was probably him and his wife when they did maybe a first kill was the guy who right. was pulled over on the side of the road the right. chain the, is yeah. was, is that supposed Paper to be um, your character and the wife? Like, yes. kind of a first date thing, almost? Right. It, it, it's us. Uh, we are initiating a new a okay. new person. And uh, and we, in order to do that, you have to to uh, take old blood. Mm-hmm. To sh- shed new blood. To, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, the other one. Like, the van at the side of the road. Not the dude walking. Oh. That yeah, said, like, a, the 80s or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I felt that was the parents, right. possibly. Because like we never see it. the faces. Right, 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 right. But, it was, and they're, but they're holding hands when they walk away. So I thought mm-hmm. it was the parents. Did you guys see? I parents? wish I could yeah. say yeah. that. I thought it was Honestly, the I wasn't there. I don't know. They got the mask. I don't yeah. know. Let's just say yes. That was us. It seemed like the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, there was But you can even tell, even from that episode, that the vibe was a little different. You know, just, you know, so... It would have been nice if we could have, like, reshot it all. Mm-hmm. But it was so good the way it was. They just, like, stuck it in there. And people were like, wait a minute. What the hell is going on? But then once the episode started to follow, they're like, I don't even care. Yeah. You know? Like, let's just keep watching. Yeah, cool. exactly. I noticed that they do, um, for that instance, it was just kind of like, a, oh, yeah, this is a, a killing that happened. Then. Like, Or also establishing that this, this, this has been going on. Too. Yeah. This has been going on since, like, I believe it was the 80s? or Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been around since the 80s. Yeah. And there's also, like, you can hear on the cop, like, last, last reported... Uh, 2015. Teen, yeah, and I was just like, oh, okay. So like, so there's we get somewhat of a timeline, mm-hmm. but then I think it even stretches back now with season two revealing that flashback with uh, with uh, Roger and uh, with Elias as as a teenage boy. So like, maybe that's maybe that's the start of the cult. Like maybe they uh, as brothers uh, started this, mm-hmm. and uh, Elias was the one who like who kept it going, and Roger probably got sent off somewhere or. I'm not sure. There's a lot of speculation. You're going to find do. out. That's all, all I can say. Ooh, you're I was about to say, season three is, is, yeah, uh, is There's a lot out. of stuff coming out in season three. So, so is it more like spring? the origins, it feels it's, like? Right. And like how it came to be and um, and what caused the, the rift between the brothers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, I just, hopefully it'll be like Death Wish where I just go after mm-hmm. him. 
<laughs> and get my daughter back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's supposed to be spring. Uh, I don't know yet. Like they're still trying mm-hmm. to figure it all out. But yeah, I mean the response online has been crazy. Like especially on Facebook. That's great. Like, I That's, had no, yeah, I, yeah great. I had no idea. I mean every episode's like I think they're like four or five million yeah. views each. Cool. Yeah, so, I did say yeah, on we that. watch on YouTube. You can watch season one and two. Is mm-hmm. um, oh the supercut? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I did, and yeah. that was nice to watch it because they're so yeah. short that it feels better to watch mm-hmm. it. Totally, altogether. Yeah, it's kind of more enjoyable to watch yeah. it that way. But yeah, Facebook is is mainly the 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 platform cool. of the show. That's where everyone sees it. Okay, but yeah, YouTube's got supercuts. And you guys haven't shot for season three yet, or have you? We haven't. Oh, okay, no, we're okay. supposed to shoot soon. How, you guys how quickly knock, is the turnaround? Yeah, I was about to say, you guys knock them up really fast, fast, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. real nice. fast. Uh, the Anthem, they, they'll call us and they'll hand us a script and we'll shoot like three episodes in, in like two, three days. Nice. When, did you, when did you shoot the, the like the this, first episode, like the first season? We shot it in October of, of last year. Last year? Of last year. Wow. And then we shot Whoa. all of season two in like three days in, uh, wow. in January. Uh-oh. Is it because there's such short episodes that you're able to get we can like, do it a all. season, quote-unquote? Yeah, unquote, yeah. yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Minis. We're moving. Yeah, because yeah, you, know, you can like, really rent fast. the house for like a couple yeah. of days and right. just knock everything out uh, in there. And I think the style of the show is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it, it, sets web, it sets it apart from other web series. You know, it, I, I think it's got like a really cool aesthetic. And um, and I kind of like how it's it's got like a just a, like even the costumes and everything, mm-hmm. the, the clothes, it's like kind of... Feels like nineties. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's weird. It feels like we oddly grind. Yeah, like to where me. are like, we? Like yeah. what, what? What year is it exactly? Yeah, I'm not sure either. Like I was trying to figure that out too. Yeah. Like, is this modern or is this like inside in the past? Because I I don't think I've no, seen they anyone. No, said 2015. Yeah, they right? did say 2015. But I haven't seen anyone use a cell phone. But it's like <laughs> we're in like a parallel <laughs> universe somewhere. And that's what cults do oftentimes. Yeah. Is they isolate people, and that's right. one of the interesting things. That's you know very accurate sometimes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they don't want them to have cell phones and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't really do cell phones. I thought the no. daughter of the uh, sheriff lady had a cell phone. Oh, okay. So I, I just uh, went over yeah. my. She head would there. have a cell phone. Yeah. I was like, she where are these cell phones at? <laughs> it's like the first like state of the art cell phone, whatever year that is. Yeah. She, she has all the good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They cast it really well. Mm-hmm. I think you know, like especially her, like being the the, the bad girl. Mm-hmm. You know, you do, you don't want to like, but. Now she's like trying to get to the bottom of things. Mm-hmm. Junior detective. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, hopefully she's better than her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking yeah. at the arm. Mm, yeah. What can you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what answers do you oh, hide? Uh, okay. All right. So we're near wrapping up. Um, I just want to give you the platform to go ahead and just plug any future uh, projects, anything you want us to check out. Yeah. Also, and like, uh, what has this show done for you? And like, what's this show mean to you? Uh, on a personal level, I've grown to love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I got to be honest. At first, I was like, I don't like horror. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my mom like, wow. doesn't want to watch it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like my you know my. And at first, I really didn't even tell anybody until I started getting a little fan mail and like people like reaching out and be like, "Oh, you're Taylor's dad." You know, I was like, "What?" And then <laughs> and I would go on YouTube. And I'm like, uh, people were watching it, but like not that many people. And then I went on Facebook. And saw that there were millions and millions mm-hmm. of people watching it. I was like, "What?" <laughs> so, um, so then I, I started to like look at it a little differently and and realize that people love horror. Oh yeah, they mm-hmm. love it. So, like, what's cool about it for me is I think I'm starting to come over to the dark yeah. side. Yes. <laughs> come touch the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like starting to get Dipped into it, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude. so that's why nice. it's special. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's nice. Wow, man. And yeah, uh, any current projects or upcoming Yeah, ones? yeah. So um, I am doing an action crime drama uh, called Riptide Ooh. starring Val Kilmer Ooh. and Mina Suvari. Um, and uh, we're doing uh, In the Name of the Gun in Spain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, co-wrote a Christmas comedy. Oh, we're shooting wow. this winter in Santa Claus, Indiana called The Best Worst Christmas Ever. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Oh. Yeah. And is that? Yes. Are you guys still finding distribution after that? Or like, yeah, guys... uh, and what's what's actually good about that is uh, Christmas movies are a genre as well. Oh, <laughs> dude. so like people love them. We cover like a Hallmark show. Ugh, the Christmas season is insane. They had like 30, 30 movies and like in, in one month come yeah. out for December. Yeah, I mean it's... you just get in the mood. You can't help but not get in the Christmas spirit and watch Christmas movies. Yeah. And we love like. Uh, um, 
National Lampoon's Christmas yes. Vacation. <laughs> that was like for me the the ultimate Christmas movie. So we tried to 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 use that as a as our template mm. of what we want to do. So it's kind of like a throwback to those eighties uh, comedies. Oh, right nice. on. Yeah. Dang. Um, and then also, can you tell us where they can find you on uh, social media? Yeah, uh, I'm at uh, Russell Q Cummings on Twitter, and you can find me on Instagram. Uh, uh, Russell Q. Cummings. Right yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. so you heard that, everyone? Yeah. Follow, follow Russell. Follow Elias. Join the family. <laughs> Join the cult. And remember, don't be a victim. Yes. yes. Don't act like a don't victim. Don't act like a victim or don't you'll be one. Be one. Yeah. yeah. There it's it is. just regular good advice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like actually yeah. kind of poetic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 My mom always sense. says that. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, right. Is your mom in my cult? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe she she is in East Texas, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you guys accepting yeah. applications? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to talk to all Membership. four of you guys oh, afterwards. Man. All right. You found you know you found the, the Lord. Scientology has really been working on me. So, you know, what are you bringing yeah. to the table? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk. The Sunday yeah. Church. We'll talk. Nice. Right on. All right, Lakeisha, want to put yourself over? All right, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And if you want to listen to me talk about Fallen, that's at Missing Outcast on Twitter and iTunes, Missing Out. That is with Tori J and Lex Michael. And then I also have a bunch of other stuff. I have my podcast, Mrs. Brightside, can be found on the same place. And this week's episode is actually a two-parter because I talked about horror with my Ash vs. Evil Dead co-host, Megan Salinas. Nice. Um, so, yeah, you'll see more of that next week or hear more of it since it's audio only. <laughs> but if you like to see and or hear me, I have the Red Room Horror Show now where that'll be available every Thursday. That's with uh, Chauncey K, who couldn't be here today. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I like the rhyme yeah. that you just did. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Oliver Jenin. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And if you like America's Next Top Model like me, follow me or check me out on the After Show on After Buzz TV at 8. Nice. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And tune in after this 6 p.m. over on AfterBuzz for AfterBuzz Anime Reviews. We're talking about Be the Beginning, which this show actually kind of has a bit of horror, too. So we'll delve into that. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, hello, uh, my name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore. Sorry, I looked and it said Tony B. Dead. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony B. Tony underscore, uh, just the letter B. And uh, this is the only show I do, which is uh, enough for me because I work full time here at After Buzz Studios. So you might fi- you might hear my my voice here and there, you know, over the comments, especially for the next one because I yeah. actually did see the four episodes. So Yay. yeah. Also, I want to thank you again, uh, yes, Russell. Thank you. Guys, thanks for having me. This was thank awesome. Yeah, this is great. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'll wrap it up for horror movie news episode twenty one. See you guys next yeah. week. Peace yeah. out. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.